girlies, and welcome back to the pod. Today, we're talking all about what I learned in high school as someone who just graduated. Um, so like I said in my last episode, I graduated, I guess I'm trying to figure out because I'm recording this episode in, van- in advance, but by the time you're listening to this, like a week ago, um, but for me, it was like two days ago. So I graduated last week and, um, graduation was fine. It was only an hour and a half, which was really nice. I thought it was going to be like excessively long, but it was like a good amount of time. Um, the only thing about graduation though was everything was fine. It was great. Uh, Very average, just fine. Um, but then for some reason, the band it wasn't even really a band. It was just a group of people that played instruments at my school. Like, there isn't really a band, I don't think. I don't know. It might have been a band. Um, But they sang Country Roads, which they had any song, first of all. And they chose Country Roads, which was interesting song choice. Um... And it was also strange because for the instruments they had, it didn't really make sense. They had, like, four people singing and, like, someone on the keyboard, someone playing a bass guitar, someone on the viola, someone playing tuba. It was it was really strange. Um, And I don't know what else to say about it. It was a lot. Uh, it was it was entertaining, at least. Um, But otherwise, graduation was fine. Um, Hadley came home the other day. Um, she got packed up from boarding school. Um, and I helped her unpack her stuff at home as then I sat in her room and watched her while, while she unpacked because I'm very helpful. Um, and then also I'm going to the Bahamas in like two days, which is super exciting. Um, and I still haven't packed, and as in, like, two days, I mean, actually, I'm leaving, um, today and flying out tomorrow because I have to drive to a different city, um, to fly out, um, because my airport where I live is small, but driving to a different city later today, then flying out tomorrow, um, so I'll be at the Bahamas tomorrow, so extremely excited i've never been i'm going it's for hadley's senior class trip so i'm pretty much just crashing that uh but honestly oh well um and i've been trying to pack because i know all the girls at her school have such cute clothes and they all are very like preppy wear like really expensive things and then there's just gonna be me um I don't really know what I would define my style but it would not be preppy I will say um I would just say colorful that's that's the only thing I have color and uh that's about it so we'll see I'm thinking I'm just gonna stay to myself maybe and maybe read a few books that'll be fun uh because I don't really know if Hadley wants me like in her way with her friends so we'll just see when we get there I'm either gonna be like isolated and told 
don't be around me or I'll actually get to speak to people. We'll see. Um, I'll keep you updated. I'll keep you updated. But yeah, so that's that's my week. I feel like nothing really exciting except I guess graduation. That was that was cool. It did really feel anticlimactic though. Like I I didn't really feel like it was that exciting. Also, literally after graduation, I just left. Like I totally forgot that it was a thing that people would take pictures together after stuff. Um so I have like no pictures with anybody. I literally have like two pictures on my phone and it's like with family and then that's it and I just left but then everyone's been posting on Instagram with people and I'm like oh hmm I probably should have stayed longer but oh well um I wanted to get out of there I was I was done but I have to go back to school today to return all my graduation stuff which right now it's like memorial day so I don't even know if the school doors are going to be unlocked we have to have like a code. So I hope it's unlocked because they were like, return your graduation stuff this Tuesday through Friday. Well, I'm not going to be in town Tuesday through Friday. So we're getting today. Okay. And hoping and praying the doors are unlocked. If not, um, I'll figure something out, I guess. But yeah, that, that's been my week. That's been my week, ladies and gents. Our next partner has a product I use literally every day. I started taking AG1 because I wanted to have better gut health, more energy, an optimized immune system, and also, let's be honest, I really hated taking pills, vitamins, or supplements. I wanted something that would taste great. So, what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, nervous system, immune system, energy recovery, focus, and aging. Literally everything. AG1 is a lifestyle is lifestyle friendly. Whether you eat paleo, keto, vegan, are dairy free or gluten free, AG1 is perfect for you. AG1 also is extremely affordable. It costs less than $3 a day, so you're investing in your health and it's a lot cheaper than an iced coffee that you can buy. Athletic Greens is a climate neutral certified company meaning that if you purchase AG1, you are doing good for the environment. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash emerging. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash emerging. Emerging is spelled E-M-E-R-G-I-N-G. To take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. And like always, this will be linked in the description of the episode. 
Okay, now to talk about what I learned in high school. Um, from the perspective of a senior that just graduated. So I wrote down like 10 things. So I guess it'll be like my top 10 things that I learned or that I think are important from, um, I guess, high school in general or just life. Um, but yeah, okay. First thing that I learned from high school. Um, school is important, but um, it shouldn't prevent you from having fun. As in, school shouldn't be your only focus. Um, I say this from the perspective of someone who has always been, like, fine in school and who, um, does my work. So, if you're someone who's, like, procrastinates a lot, doesn't like school, doesn't do any of your work, maybe, um, don't listen to this one. But this piece of advice is for the people that, um are striving for that academic validation, want to have all A's, um, want to have a 4.0, want to be at the top, okay? This is this is for you. If you're someone who um, stresses about school and you're like, oh, I need to do well, I need to do well for college, whatever, so I can have a good grade at the end of semester, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so school is important, okay? Of course. You need to work hard at school. You need to do well if you're planning on um, continuing your education at all. Also, it's not just about the grades. Um, you want to do well in school so you actually, like, know stuff. To be fair, most of the stuff you learn, it's not like you're really going to need to know at any other point in time in your life, okay? But some of it, you might need to. So, pay attention. Um, do your work. But don't let um, school and all your work have to do take over because you still need to have free time. You still need to live a life. You're a teenager, okay? You need to be social. You need to be going out or even you need to just have time where you can sit and do nothing, okay? So school shouldn't prevent you from having fun, shouldn't prevent you from missing a bunch of social activities just so you can stay home and study, okay? This is called multitasking. This is called time management, planning your time right, okay? You can spend time with friends and do work later or do work now and then hang out with your friends later in the day, okay? But you don't need to be doing school 24-7 and then, because you're going to get to the end of high school and you're going to be like, hmm, why didn't I do anything? Like, all my memories are just me saying, no, sorry, I can't go. I have a big test. I need to study. No, okay. Like, sometimes that is valid, but I feel like if you're doing that every time um, and just missing hanging out with your friends, like, you need your core memories, okay? Hang out with your friends. That's like an hour or two. And you need a break from studying, okay, because it's not realistic to just study for, like, five hours straight and expect yourself to, like, stay focused the entire time. Like, you can have study breaks, okay, um, but don't let school prevent you from having fun, y'all, because you need to have fun, okay? It's good for your mental health, good for the mems, um... So keep that, keep that in mind. Number two, it's important to be 
nice to everyone, even if you aren't friends with them. Um, and then also, I'd like to point out there's a difference between being, like, nice and fake. Because I feel like when someone says this, like, oh, be nice to everybody, people are like, oh, no, you're just being fake. If you're being nice to everyone, you're fake, right? Which, I don't know, I don't really think that makes sense because it's not like being nice to everyone doesn't mean you're friends with everyone um or that you're pretending to be friends with everyone it just means like you can say hi to people you can be like hi how are you you don't have to be like best buds and you can be nice to people that even you don't really like which you're gonna have to know in like the real world because people talk to each other and they don't like each other and life goes on people are fine so you're going to be fine. So it's important. Just be nice to people. Um, if you aren't friends, that's okay. Say hi. Um, because I think it's important. Like if you see someone sitting by themselves or standing by themselves, maybe they look awkward. Maybe you can tell like none of their friends are around them. You can just stand next to them and be like, hey, how are you doing? What class do you have? Um, what's been going on? Like, have you applied to college yet? Just like asking these like basic questions just so someone f- doesn't feel like so extremely left out, I guess. Or sometimes, honestly, people don't want to talk to anybody and that's fine because I've sat next to people like at lunch. Sometimes they'll be like, oh my gosh, hi, how are you doing? And they don't want to talk to me and that's fine. Okay, that's fine. But at least you tried. At least you made the effort. So you can just be nice to everyone. And again, being nice is different than being fake because um, it's not like you're being besties with everybody. You just have to be like a decent person, I guess, and just be nice to people. I don't know. I feel like that's been more apparent to me like this past semester just because... um. I think it puts it more in perspective that you're like when you're graduating, you're like, oh, I don't want to leave on like a bad note. I want everyone to not like hate me, obviously. Um, So I'll just be nice to everyone. And also at that point, you're like, okay, I'm leaving this school anyway. Why wouldn't I just be nice? Like you're you just have to think, okay, I'm only going to have to be with these people for four years, three years, two years, one year half a year okay um and that's not that much time if you actually think about it so you can be nice for like five minutes and you'll be fine and um that's something that I wish I guess I did sooner because I don't know freshman and sophomore year maybe not have been the nicest person um but you live and you learn so be nice to people um, if some, if you see someone being mean to someone else, say something, even if it's one of your friends, okay, um, you should be able to tell your friend, hey, that's mean, shut up, okay, um, so if you see someone being mean, say something, and you don't even have to straight up be like, what are you doing, that's so mean, just like, intercede in the conversation, change the conversation, take one of the people away, okay? Like, you can dissolve a situation without being, like, extremely direct if that's what you're worried about. Um, But if you see someone being mean, say something. That's important, too. Number three, 
do whatever you want. I promise it's not as embarrassing as you might think. I feel like I talked about this in an episode a few weeks ago, um, but I'll just go over it again in case you didn't listen to that one. Um, I'd like to point out, y'all, no one cares what you do. Well, it might seem like that because you're in high school and it seems like everybody is trying to um, destroy everyone else, take everyone else down for their own personal gain. Um, People don't care, okay? If you think about it, people have really short attention spans. Um, Just think about TikTok, okay? Like, it's hard to watch like a barely two-minute video, okay, without losing interest. So if you do something and people think it's embarrassing... Maybe they might say something for a few weeks, okay? And then what? People lose interest. Something more interesting happens. So, I think the fear of doing something embarrassing, like, most times it's not even embarrassing, but I think that fear kind of stems from thinking that everyone is um, either, like, obsessed with you and is, like, watching your every move and you're, like, famous, which, valid, totally get that. Um, or just being like not confident in yourself as much and just thinking, oh, that's not like the cool thing to do. My friends are going to judge me. That's different from anything else I've done. Um, so I feel like there's two ways (laughs) that people might be, um, reluctant to try something new, um, because of a fear that this thing might be embarrassing, but I promise you it's not as embarrassing as you think. Um, I literally have a podcast, guys. Okay. Duh. You're like, duh, Carmen, you're literally speaking. Um, but for me, this was like extremely embarrassing and I was like scared. Okay. Scared to start a podcast because I was like, oh my God, what are people at school going to say? What are my what is my family going to say? This is so embarrassing. And I would literally like record in my closet. I was like, oh my God, I can't tell my family. I can't tell anyone. This is so weird. I was like literally like 200 followers on Instagram. I was like, this is embarrassing. I'm literally speaking to like eight people. And, um, I was like, I can't tell anyone about this. And then people started to find out. I started to tell people. And at that point I was like, okay, you just have to be comfortable, um, with that. Cause it's like, what are you going to do? Um, but I've had people make fun of me. I've had people be like, oh my God, that's so weird. Why would you even do that? Or just laugh. They're like, ha ha ha. And I'm like, okay, I'm the one making money. What are you doing with your life? I'm literally doing work. Like, what is it called? Um, work, think, work. Okay. Work smarter, think harder. Is that it? I don't know. But whatever it means to be doing less work. Okay, I'm literally getting paid to speak. Okay? Everyone can speak. Who Who's the idiot here? Not me. Not me. So make fun of me all you want. Okay? But I'm the one, I'm the one doing well. Okay? And I feel like you kind of have to think about it like that. Because if you're starting a new sport and you're like, oh my god, I suck. It's so embarrassing. My friends are going to see who cares? At least you had the balls to like try something new and to do something out of your comfort zone that um, you were afraid of other people judging you for. Because now 
you're living your life and even if something sucks okay there's always something new you can try you don't have to keep something up forever um I like to mention this example for trying new stuff freshman year I decided with like four other girls who we all had art class together that I was gonna do aerial silks okay um I'd like done gymnastics when I was younger and I was like eh, close enough It'll be perfectly fine. So I learned how to do aerial silks. Okay. It was extremely difficult. Um, but I was like decent. I think I was like in a very beginner class. Um, but I tried something new and that was fun and I didn't do it forever. I did it for a few months and that was great. Okay. And now I have funny experiences of me literally hanging on silks and like falling upside down on silks and that's funny and that's cool and I can tell people oh yeah I've done aerial silks okay and um I didn't do it forever so do whatever you want because no one cares um no one is looking at you as closely as you think and even if they are um okay that's a fan okay good for you Um, if people are so obsessed with every little thing you do in your life, um, take that as a compliment because you must be doing something right if everyone is trying to be you or is obsessed with you. Even if it's like negative attention, okay? If they're, if they're talking so much about you, they're obviously missing something in their life where they think that, um, they need to, um, trash talk you or make you feel bad for what you've been doing just because it might be different from their perception of um, you that they have in their heads. Okay? Period. Number four. Don't let one thing define your self-worth. For example, um, grades, a boyfriend or a girlfriend, um, etc. Because here's the thing, y'all. If your entire self-worth is defined based on um, if you get an A or not, um, you're not going to be doing well, okay? Because what happens to that one test when you get a 64, okay? Um, I don't know if some of y'all have ever gotten a 64. Um, I have. And at that point, I just laugh because I'm like, what is going on, right? Um. But don't let your grades or anything else be the only thing to define your self-worth because then if your grades aren't doing so well, you're going to attach that to um, how you think you are, your worth. You're going to be like, oh, I'm not worthy. I'm not good. I suck. I hate myself. And it's only because you got like a C. Okay. So don't let one thing be tied to your self-worth. You define your own self-worth. Okay. Um, it shouldn't be based on all these external things. It's more of a like a internal feeling of you thinking, yes, I am good enough. I can do this instead of being like, oh, my boyfriend, girlfriend dumped me. I suck. I hate myself. No one's going to love me. Um, I'm horrible. Blah, blah, blah. No. Okay. Um, while it is nice to have people tell you, oh, I love you, you're so pretty, um, you got an A+, whatever. Those are all very nice things. They shouldn't be necessary for you just to feel um, good about yourself. 
And if those are the only things that ever make you feel like you're worthy, maybe take a look in the mirror, have a little heart to heart with yourself and be like, babe, what's going on? What are we doing? Um, Because your worth should not be like drastically changing every time some minor inconvenience happens in your life. And also kind of going along with this, I feel like the thing that I probably tied to my worth the most um, would be my skin. Um, Just because I've talked about this a lot, but I struggled with acne since like sixth, seventh grade. And I've been on a bunch of medicines, uh, antibiotics, done a bunch of topical treatments. Um, I did Accutane currently using Curology. I've had to take a skin medicine since freshman year just to keep hormonal acne in check. Um, So I have struggled with my acne. And now whenever I start breaking out because I'm extremely stressed or because I've been trying to use a new product, if my face breaks out, I will feel like disgustingly bad about myself Um, And that's just because it, like, reminds me of, you know, like, 6th and 7th grade when my skin was just so bad that I didn't even want to look in a mirror because I was like, this is not, no bueno, no bueno. Um, So I feel like that's the thing that I probably have attached myself worth the most to. But then again, I have to remind myself. I'm like, okay, this is something that's temporary. Um... Yes, my skin might break out, but it's not the end of the world. Life goes on. Um, and kind of like grounding myself and thinking like that helps. Um, and I'm not saying that things aren't like worthy of your attention or that things you're like, obviously you're allowed to be upset about things, but it shouldn't, you shouldn't let one single thing define your self-worth. Because again, when that thing isn't doing too hot, you're going to not feel too great about yourself. Um, so there's my hot take on self-worth. Okay. Number five, as in we're halfway through, so get excited. Um, okay. This one is about social media. So I know we all know those people, um, or group of friends maybe that will go out and then post on Instagram you're sitting in your bed. You've been home all night. You didn't know anybody was going out. You're having the best time, okay, by yourself. Maybe you've been with your family. Maybe you were with uh, another friend or two, okay? But feeling FOMO from Instagram is real, okay? If you see a group of people posting, people went to a concert, people went out to dinner, you're like, oh my god, that looks like so much fun. I wish I had gone out. I wish I had done something. Why wasn't I invited like, hypothetically, if it's your group of friends, I don't know. Um, or if it's just people in general, I feel like you can still feel FOMO, even if you aren't friends with them. Just thinking of, oh, I wish I had done something. But I think it's important to point out that um, things look like more fun online than they are in person. Because um, I think I talked about this on my advice episode with Dear Monday blog. But there's a thing like like social media like fun catfishing where people can look like they're having the absolute best time on Instagram but then actually all they did was take those Instagram photos and then sit on their phones 
the whole time. Okay. And that's not fun. That's boring. So like everybody says, it's important to realize not everything you see on Instagram, like it's real, but also is it because it's not really the full picture. Like it's just one snapshot moment of someone's entire night. So if you're feeling FOMO, just remember that things often look more fun online than they did in person. And um, if you're seeing stuff on people's like Snapchat stories, I always like to remind myself that um, I only really go on my phone if I'm out with friends, if I'm bored, okay? If I'm not having fun. Um, that's just a me thing. I don't know. Some people are different. But if I see someone who's posting like on their private story a bunch about like them being with friends, um, my thing is that I'm like, oh, hmm, I have to remind myself. Like, if I was out doing something, I'm not on my phone if I'm actually having fun. So then they're probably not actually having fun. They just want people to know that they're, quote unquote, having fun. They're out. They're with people. They're doing things, right? It's more just so other people know. Because if you're actually having fun, you're going to be living in the moment. You're not going to be thinking, oh, what should I post next on my Snapchat story, right? So food for thought. If you're not feeling the best about um, people posting on Instagram, if you're feeling left out, just remember people who are actually having fun aren't posting 24-7 trying to advertise, hey, y'all, we're having fun. So there you go. Number six, I don't care what the situation is, but in every instance or like 95%, If you have, if you get put in a situation where you have to choose between your friends or a romantic partner, boyfriend, girlfriend, whoever, um, choose your friends, okay? Because friends will always be more important than this guy or girl who you've known for two months, okay? Um, and it's easy to think, no, I really like them. They really like me. I want to date I want to date them. But then again, it's like, okay, if you're going to lose a friendship over something, is this like really worth it? Right? Because if you've had lifelong friends, even if you've just known these people for a year, um, choose your friends. Okay. If you ever get into a situation where it, you're like, do I side with my best friend or the guy I like, the girl I like, whoever? Um, choose your friends, okay? Because I know I get DMs from girls and guys, mostly girls, all the time who are like, okay, here's the situation. My best friend and I both like the same guy. She liked him first, but I also like him. I think he likes me. I don't want to hurt her feelings, but I really like him. What do I do? Choose your friend, okay? If you honestly think about it, it's really embarrassing if the reason you're not friends with someone is because of a guy, okay? Like, why are you letting some random boy hold that much power over your lifelong friendship with someone who you actually love, who you actually enjoy spending time with and know that you would be friends with them for a while? So pick your friends, y'all. Pick your friends. I feel like if there's – when anyone ever sends me a question – I'm always thinking, if you even have to ask that, like if you even are writing thinking that you feel bad, then side with your friends, okay? Even if you don't get to have 
that um like few moments of fun with this guy or girl okay like at least you still have your friend right so if something is gonna ruin a friendship uh uh-uh back out don't go for that number seven be organized and learn what works best for you okay for me my favorite things i talk about this all the time mainly because i get obsessed um to-do lists y'all life-saving i literally i'm looking at my um journal right now which is where I have all my episode notes and I literally have a to-do list for today that I need to do after this um but I like to-do list calendars I have so many different calendars for different things I have a desk calendar which is for like big events like when I'm going out of town when I have like exams or when I had exams um like big things is on my desk calendar so I can see like the general picture I have my Google Calendar, which I have, I have three different Google Calendars. One is for, like, podcast stuff, so I have my podcast stuff. One is for, like, school stuff, um, and then I have a third one, which is for, like, events, and these are, like, not, like, the desk calendar ones. Um, Some of it is, but it has big events and small events, so if I need to, like, go to dinner, if I have, like, I guess, like, for example, like, graduation was on my phone calendar, um, and also, like, going to the Bahamas is on my phone calendar. If I'm going out to dinner, that would be on my phone calendar, um, but I like having my things organized because I'm the type of person that if I don't write it down, I'm not doing it, okay? If I don't know when something is, it's out of my mind, and I don't like having to worry about stuff, and I and you also, you should not expect yourself to remember something a week later, okay? We all have lives. We all have stuff to do. If you don't put something in a calendar, you're going to forget. If you don't write that you need to do something, you're going to forget. And it's going to be one of those things that keeps nagging at the back of your head. And you're like, I swear I had to do something. I swear I had some event that I need to go tonight, but I have no idea what it is. And that's the worst feeling. And that causes stress and anxiety. And we don't want that. So, life lesson, write things down. Find a method that works for you. Maybe you want to invest in a planner. Okay, get a planner. Maybe you just have a piece of paper that you write things on. Fine. Or also use your phone. Use your notes app. Use your Google calendar. Use your whatever calendar app you have on your phone. I like the Google calendar one, I will say. Um, Or like me, maybe you have like a little journal thing, okay, that you can write down all your to-do lists. Literally, This journal has the most random things, and it always has all my school stuff, podcast stuff, random notes, but also all my to-do list, because this is an easy thing for me just to bring around, and if I ever have any note in my head, I just immediately write it down, and I also have sticky notes that if I need to do something immediately, like this past weekend, if I knew the next morning that I would need to walk my dog Tilly, I literally put a sticky note on my bathroom mirror that said walk Tilly in all caps. So write things down, y'all, and you will be golden. You will, like, likely not forget things, okay? You'll forget things less. So write things down. Be organized. So then it's just one less thing that you actually have to worry about. Number eight, it's important to try something new every so often so life doesn't get boring or stale. 
For example, um, this past summer, I did a few new things. First of all, um, I went to the Grand Canyon. That was new. Um, very out of my comfort zone. Very outdoorsy. Um, and I like being outside, okay? But it was definitely intimidating to, um, be literally in the Grand Canyon because it's the Grand Canyon. Anyway, and then also, I had a job hostessing last summer, and I had never done that before, so that was out of my comfort zone. But those were the two, like, most interesting things that I did all summer, and they were both two new things, both things that were out of my comfort zone, but also the same, it was, they were both the most rewarding things that I did. So that's why I think it's important to try something new, do stuff out of your comfort zone, whether that's trying a new sport maybe trying to get a summer job, um, try something new. And, um, I think life will be more interesting. You'll be less bored. Also, if anything, it'll be something that you can possibly add to a resume. And who knows, you might end up falling in love what you try and it might end up becoming your thing. So you never know. Um, so try something new every so often. Maybe you want to join a new club. Try joining clubs. Okay. Try a sport try a new job, whatever. Number nine. I kind of already touched on this one earlier, but I think I'll just reiterate this. Okay, ready? Listen up, everybody. If you've been zoning out, if you're listening to this as background noise, hello, listen up. Okay, here is probably the most important thing you're going to hear from me in this entire episode. You are judging yourself more than anyone else. I'll repeat that. You are judging yourself more than anybody else. Let that settle in. Let that sink down. Think about that. Um, yeah, pretty crazy, right? Because if you think about it, you are your own worst critic. You're the one who has to look at yourself in the mirror every day. You notice every single tiny little difference about yourself that people aren't noticing. Um, You're the one who's in your life the most out of anyone else. So you're going to notice if you do embarrassing things, if you do something that doesn't go well. But think about this. Everyone else is so absorbed in their own lives. Like if you think about it, you're absorbed in your own life, okay? You're doing your own things. Like I'm doing my own things. I'm not worrying about what someone else is doing. Maybe I'll think about that for like a few seconds, a few minutes, but it's back to, okay, what's going on in my life? What do I need to be doing? And that's what most people are doing most of the time, worrying about their lives, worrying about what's going on wrong in their life, worrying about something embarrassing they did, what people are going to say, worrying about some big presentation they have to do, some big event they have to go to. No one is judging you as harshly as you might think. Okay, y'all? So... Be kind to yourself and remember that you're probably going to be the meanest person to yourself. Um, but also, you have to be with yourself the longest period of time. So maybe you try to be nice to yourself at least a little, at least sometimes. Um, but yeah. Number 10, the last thing that has been something important that I have learned from my time in high school. Stop wasting your time on people or things that make you unhappy. I think this one is probably the hardest to implement 
just because um if you're at school it's easy just to be with the same people all the time it's easy just to continue doing the same sport maybe that you've hated for years continue the same activities that you hate doing you don't like your friends maybe you don't feel like you're clicking with people as much and then that's just going to make you depressed okay um and you're going to be unhappy and life isn't going to be going great but also it's easy to stay in the place where you're comfortable it's easy to stay somewhere that you're used to because you've been doing all this stuff for so long you've been friends with these people for so long and doing something different is scary because what if it's worse you might think what if this is the best i'm going to get no sweetie okay um if something isn't making you happy bye okay just that literally bye um and i think that's something we all need to realize i know i watched a ted talk a few weeks ago and i and this woman was talking about how like people pleasing and how when people are like younger children and then also like elderly people that's the time when people are the happiest because that's the time when they just do whatever you want to do okay you're not worrying about what other people are saying you're not trying to please everybody you can straight up just be like i don't like you i don't want to talk to you okay and that's why people think like old people are so blunt so rude it's because they're just not trying to deal with anything they don't want to deal with because they're old you're like okay i'm gonna die soon I don't care. I'm going to do whatever. So you need to channel that energy um, as in I'm going to do whatever. It's my life. Life is short and not deal with people's crap. Okay. If someone's being mean, they're being mean. You don't have to deal with that. You don't have to just accept that people suck and that life sucks. Okay. So channel your inner um, grandma or grandpa and try to live your life the way you want to live it and if people don't like that they don't like that and maybe that means you just shouldn't be friends hot take well y'all thanks for listening make sure you follow me at the girly girl podcast on instagram and tiktok also make sure you leave a rating and review on spotify or apple podcasts and check out athletic greens in the link in the description of this episode if you want to be more healthy in life um again thank you all for listening and i hope you have an amazing week love y'all bye